Hey, what's going on, parents? Happy Teenager Tuesday. We are, what, almost a month in to school now. Yeah, that's awesome. Crazy. Yeah, and uh, with me is not a stranger to the podcast or to most of you who send emails, uh, the one and only Kira Watson. That's me. Excited to be on here. Heck yeah. She's back. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we're going to do a four-part series on identity. Identity. Uh, Hopefully to help this episode will kind of help to define identity in conversations with your students or really just get that conversation kind of moving and then we'll get a little bit more practical kind of as we go through i'm excited for part three when we dive into some scripture yeah um kind of i am statements and stuff so it's cool so kira kick us off on identity yeah i'm excited to talk about this with you guys because identity is a topic that i feel like is becoming more and more controversial to talk about because there's so many opinions out there um, and so, so many voices play into identity. And so um, as the most influential people in students' lives, as their parents, I think it's so important that we make sure um, that we're looking into the correct sources and not shying away from the hard conversations that impact looking into identity. Yeah, which in those conversations can be hard because like you said, it's there's so many voices vying to tell young people who they are. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I said this earlier today to somebody that the, uh, a trick that the enemy will often do is give 95% of the truth and distort the other five. Yeah. You know, and and it seems like that's such a big spiritual battle. Probably it's been raging forever Mm -hmm. um, for all of human existence. Uh, But you know, there's, there's some aspects of that that are really coming to the forefront. Yeah, for sure. Um, And actually, like, if we look into the definition of identity itself, uh, Merriam-Webster actually defines identity as the distinguishing character or personality of an individual or individuality um, or the relation established by psychological identification. I completely understand what you just said. I know. (laughs) It's very confusing. Like what? So yes. Yeah. Which you're talking about identity, which is confusing in and of itself. And then you look up the definition and you're like, that makes literally no sense. Right. Yeah. But you wrote this in the content and I like this sentence. Identity to Christians looks different from identity in the eyes of the world. Yeah. And you kind of have some something cool from psychology today to kind of flesh that out. Yeah. So an article in psychology today stated that identity is achieved by experimenting with different images, interests and experiences until able to come up with an authentic sense of individuality that fits the unique kind of person one is and mostly likes to be. Neither independence nor identity is simply given to adolescents. Both take effort to create, (laughs) which is so crazy. I see it it gets really tough for me with their definition and the way that they talk about it because then it's like, wait, then so much of what you're saying identity is is what you like today, but then dislike tomorrow. Yeah. And then, so then your identity changes depending on what you like, depending on what you do. Right. Depending on how you feel. So it could be different every day, every month, every year, in two years. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's not, (laughs) nothing is, uh, nothing is for sure. Yeah. It's all fluid. Yeah. Which is crazy. And I think it's, 
it just show it goes to show that the space of identity in teenagers is so interesting and they're getting to a place where they're starting their own life and kind of trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. They're not kids anymore, but they're not adults. So right. they're trying to kind of experiment with freedom a little bit and figure out who they are apart from their parents. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're asking that age-old question right. for th- from tens of thousands of years. Of, who am I? Who am I? Yeah, yeah. who am I? It, I mean, philosophers, so many people r- refer back to even like the Greek philosophers and how they started to flesh out that question. And, but it, I mean, outside of scripture and Christian scripture, not just all scripture, but I think outside of scripture, it gets really stinking fuzzy yeah. to even identify the word identity. Yep. <laughs> you know, because like you're saying, everything is dependent on feelings. Yeah. You know, and yeah. parents out there, you you know this of of like your your middle schooler or high schooler, they are trying to answer that question, even if they've never said that out loud, they're trying to answer that question by like changing their hair, mm-hmm. doing a different sport, like maybe I'm artsy, maybe I'm not even close to yep. artsy, you know? I don't know if you had a similar like, hey, in middle school, I'm testing out, oh, who am I, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just, at one point I wanted to be a veterinarian and then I was like, but wait, I love animals too much. I don't think I could ever put one down. <laughs> and so it's just trying to figure out like even careers or like, yeah. what you want to be when you grow up. Yeah. So it's almost just like trying to cling to whatever you can that feels like you can remotely even stay true to in yeah. your future. Yeah. And you're, you're again, you're trying to say, I want to stay true to me, but then you're still not saying, well, what am I? Like, right. who is me? Yeah. What What is the thing that is uh, me? You yeah. know, it's... Um, Something we try to emphasize to middle schoolers, well, all teenagers, I'd hope, but especially middle schoolers, is we use this phrase, um, you're not, which parents, if you've been listening a while, you've heard this, is that um, we are not architects of our identity, we're archaeologists. It's the idea that we don't build our identity, we get to uncover our identity. It's something that's already there. We know through scripture, uh, parents, you know this, is that our identity comes through an inheritance we are we inherit an identity being mm-hmm. children of God. We don't uh, earn our way to this identity of right. being right with God. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like I I feel like outside of that, how do you even define it? Yeah. There's no. There's nothing better than that. There there is no getting simpler than that. But we try to overcomplicate it so much to the point where we're just grasping for whatever we can. Yeah. Well, and Tim Elmore, you, uh, Kira, you found this uh, this one piece from a Tim Elmore book, which we're big fans of Tim Elmore. Yes, here we love him. Fellowship. <laughs> um, he uh, he wrote a book, a new kind of diversity, making the the different generation on your team a competitive advantage. And yeah. it's the I guess the idea. Well, not I guess the idea in that book is like it's great to have different generations. They can help each other. They can work towards each other. And then there's this acronym, foreign. Yeah. Foreign, right? Tell us more about that. Yeah. So basically he's describing Gen Z as a generation, which now we have Gen Alpha coming up and it's going to be all new stuff that we're... Yeah. Side note, that's such a cool name for a generation. For real. Yeah, I know. Gen Alpha? Yeah. Okay. So cool. Um, but he talks about um, just who 
Gen Z is and the struggles that they face. And the the very first one really applies to identity. Um, the the F in foreign stands for fluid. And hmm. he basically just talks about how everything that we've been saying already and how it's nothing is for sure and everything can change and everything is up for debate and everything is based on what I can find is true based on my feelings. Yeah. And what a what a lost place yeah. to be in mentally. And it's I chaos. just it, it makes me feel for this generation and um you guys as parents yeah. just trying to navigate how to have these conversations. Yeah, with Gen Z from yeah. Tim Elmore's perspective and probably a lot of parents out there would echo this too. Like these uh, young Gen Z people are coming from this perspective of everything is changing, mm -hmm. nothing is solidified, including me, yeah. uh, including my identity. Right. You know, uh, I mean, that just makes me think of like trying to run a mile on a waterbed or something. Yeah. Like that does not sound. You're not going to get anywhere. No. Like, you know, or, or even just running on a treadmill. Yeah. You know, you're putting in a lot of work, but you're going nowhere. Yeah. And that's like this idea, idea of this identity is fluid. It changes. It's like, man, it not really. Like if we don't nail down that question of who am I, then it's really hard to get somewhere else. Right. So this is the beginning of the conversation. Uh, we do have two practical things for you though, parents. Uh, Kira, what's the first one? Yeah. So the first one, ask your student how they would identify themselves. Um, or what they think identity is. Yeah. So what are some words that they use? And you do the same thing as a parent. You write down some some things that you would identify with. And maybe uh, some of them would be like a mother, a daughter, a sister, a brother, an athlete, a singer, etc. Anything yeah. that you can think of that you feel like describes who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the second thing, and this is cool too. I love ending with this question though, is ask them who God is to them. Um, specifically, what are some attributes of God's identity? And mm -hmm. we use that word attribute. Uh, I wish, you know, if you're reading this, I would say underline the word attribute. Yeah. Because um, attributes describe identity, but they're not, uh, they don't necessarily, how do I say it? Inform identity. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, what's your starting point? Do you start from knowing your identity and then move from there? And then to see what are attributes for uh, attributes from my identity versus here are things that I do that make up my identity. Mm -hmm. So that, that's really a great starting point in conversation between you um, and your student is like circling around and then you might get in this conversation like, wait, I'm having a hard time yeah. talking about this, yeah. which is great. Yeah, you know? which, I mean, we're so excited to continue this conversation. And like Will said, this is just the beginning. But we always want to remind you that you are not alone. You can do this. God is with you, and so are we. Have a great week.